Hello, and welcome to The Jam. This is for when your life and your toast are a little dry. I'm Joanne. And I'm Maddie. And together we make The Jam. And we're excited to sit here and chat with you. So grab a cup of something delicious. Enjoy the show. (laughs) The other night, I made a super ratchet dinner. It was just like a half-assed effort to make dinner. What I made chicken sausage, just like plain chicken sausage links. These plantain like patties that I got at Trader Joe's that I thought were going to be good, but they weren't. And sweet potato fries is like what I made for dinner. <laughs> I'm like sitting at the counter and we're eating dinner, whatever. And we're like, this isn't very good, but whatever. This is what we have. So. We'll eat it. We threw away the plantain things because it was just like eating cardboard. <laughs> we're like, we, we're not going to eat this. We can't eat this. And then like midnight rolls around and Armin's like, I'm just going to order pizza. Like dinner was super yucky. <laughs> it's like, sorry. Dinner was super yucky. <laughs> we got a pizza at midnight. I, and I was like, well, this is fun. I was like, maybe I should make a bad dinner every night. <laughs> I love that. Do you get delivery or do you like go pick up if you get takeout? Uh, we go, we went and picked it up. We like live five minutes from basically everything, which is nice. Oh. So we just zipped over there. I think we were the last pizza they made that night. It was very good. We just sat at our counter and polished it off and then went to bed. I'm like, this is so unhealthy, <laughs> but having a great time. I know Dave is like I mean it's good for me because he's not into like that kind of stuff I mean he's gotten a lot better where he'll be like if you want to order pizza order pizza like it's fine but he's not like he doesn't get excited about it and I think that's what makes me sad he's not like I'm gonna like yeah let's get this pizza and we're gonna like polish it off at the counter we're gonna watch tv and eat this pizza like whatever i'm trying one day i'm gonna try to convince him to like stay up late and watch tv and like eat junk food with me because i just think it would be so fun i know i would regret it the next day but yeah yeah but it is it is like fun in the moment yeah it is fun in the moment one of the things that we're planning on doing I guess, but we're not really planning on doing what is in the back of our mind. There's this donut shop that's open 24 hours and we want to just like go at like 2 a.m. or something and get donuts and come back. That's a great idea. Yeah. This is why we have an an insomnia cookie in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you guys should go. I know. So anyways, Joanne, how's your Lent going now that it's wrapping up? Um, my Lent is, so I was thinking about this this morning when I was getting ready for the day and I started off Lent way with the way different expectations of like what it was going to be. And I think it turned, I think it was a great Lent. I think I had a great Lent. I think that like the things that I kind of set out to do, I didn't do, but like the Lord had other plans. So I'm being very vague. Let me be more specific. Um, so I was going to, let's see for almsgiving, I guess I did, I did almsgiving fasting and, um, praying, praying. Yes. 
So for almsgiving, my, I was just going to kind of like go through my things and donate stuff. And so I haven't actually donated, but I'm doing like a donation pickup on Thursday. So I have to get all of the stuff organized for the donation pickup, but I did go through and I got rid of a lot of stuff in my closet. I, maybe I should just save it and you can go through it if you want, <laughs> but, um, whenever we see each other, but yeah. So, I mean, regardless of if it's donated before the end, that like it's fine the point was to kind of like give until it hurts a little bit so not being like oh well, I kind of like this and maybe I'll wear it sometime but like really like parse down my closet so um so I did that and I'm actually like really happy with kind of the results and even still like continuing to look at my closet and being like I don't wear this thing like I recognize that it's a nice thing to have but I don't wear it and I don't really yeah. want to keep it so um so yeah, so that has been good. Um, for fasting, I do think it has been good. I decided I wasn't going to try to do anything food related for Lent because I feel like I always do something food related and so many people do that. And I was like, I don't think now is the time of my life to like really like go ham on like desserts or sugar or whatever. So I tried to give up like getting... I'm trying to figure out how to say it well like not getting angry but I think like kind of lashing out in anger like if you get impatient with someone or whatever so mostly that's Dave I usually don't get angry at anyone else but just trying to like take a deep breath and know that like for some there's some reaction I'm having that's not like I'm not just angry at you like I'm hurt or I'm sad or I'm tired or hungry and trying my best and I think it's hardest when you're hungry because you're just like I'm completely irrational right now because I'm yeah. hungry um so that I feel like that has been good it, at least in me being able to be like I'm hungry right now and I'm very angry and just being like I know that I'm getting angry and I just I need to eat and then saying that again, like, cause I think sometimes I'll be like, Dave, I'm really hungry. Like I need to go eat. And he will, um, he'll be like, okay. And then as I'm like making food or getting something out, he'll continue to talk to me about whatever. And I'm like, can we please, I need 10 minutes to get this food and let it start to metabolize inside my body. And then I'll be completely a new person and we can talk. And he's yeah. like, okay. So like that has, I feel like made a difference for me, like being like, it's okay to say I'm really hungry and I can't talk right now. Yeah. Um, so that has been good. But then prayer is really where it kind of like went off the rails. Um, Dave and I were going to do the rosary together every night and we just aren't night people. Like, and I think the hard thing about praying as the last thing you do, unless some, for some people I'm sure it works and they're disciplined and that's great. Like I think for Dave it would, cause he's a very disciplined person, but for us and for like our state of life, like there's just things that kind of get pushed to the end of the day because they're hard to do with Charlotte around or this thing came up or whatever. And so I just found that we would have a lot of unresolved, like dishes to be done or extra chores or whatever. And then we're so tired from the day. And then it just like, we're falling asleep praying the rosary or now I'm like getting upset because I'm sleepy and I know I'm going to have to be up praying the rosary for another half hour or whatever. <laughs> so we try to do a prayer together before bed, which sometimes is like a decade of the rosary or the memorare or the litany to St. Joseph. Like it's always kind of different and that, so that habit has been really good, but it's good. not what we set out to do. Um, and then I was also going to try to pray with scripture every day, which 
again, hasn't really looked the way that I thought it would. Sometimes I do sit down with the Bible, but some days I just um, listen to like the Bible in a year podcast while I'm like making coffee or whatever, um, which has been really beneficial. And I think ultimately like all of those things kind of combined, I feel like I haven't been like at every moment, like thinking about Lent and what I'm doing for Lent or like every day is just like this, oh, I have to do this extra thing because of Lent. But I feel like there's been a lot of grace and just like accepting the things that have kind of come to me in this time like a lot of self-revelation a lot of grace um a lot like realizing halfway through Lent like there's a lot of irons I have in the fire that just take up mental space and I need to like Mm. find better balance in my life because I'm not like being the best wife and mother because I feel like I'm always trying to plow through a never-ending to-do list And so like taking time out to be like, I want to sit on the couch and read a book while Charlotte plays. I can do that. Like I have the time. It's going to be okay. So I feel like that was the biggest fruit of Lent. But anyway, I just talked for a really long time. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I asked you what you were thinking about Lent. I think that's a really, it's good how you said like that you started out with this intention. This is what you wanted to do. But at the end of the day, like Lent, you let Lent become like what you what God wanted it to be for you mm-hmm. and I, we talked about this at the beginning that I think that there's grace and humility and just saying all right I did my best or I didn't do my best <laughs> and this is like what this is what Lent turned out to be and I am human and I made mistakes and didn't stay as faithful to the things that I set out to do mm-hmm. but God was still there and he still saw my meager efforts and he still loves me and he still brought, he still brought fruit from it. I think that as a fruit of Lent can just be kind of like seeing our littleness, even in like our efforts to do something extra or give up something and seeing how weak we are and having, I think it makes us have to rely on him more um, when we aren't perfect and we make mistakes and Mm -hmm. don't always follow through with what we say we're going to do that's not an excuse you should always like strive for excellence and strive to do what you set out to do but I'm thankful that we have a God who still works with what we are able to give him and still Mm -hmm. brings fruit from it Mm yeah 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 Cause I think for me, if I were like, if I didn't stumble, my, my pride would get the best of me. And I would be like, great. I am so good on my own at just doing everything. So I don't really need extra help. And that's not a great place for me to be in. Yeah, that's really true. And I think that that is something like when you take time to reflect, because I don't know that I've ever really kind of reflected on my Lint. I'm kind of like, what's my general feeling? but kind of like looking back at like what, like look at your planner or your Google calendar and look at like, what were you doing in January and what do you remember about those activities? And like, how are they different than what's going on now? And maybe they're not that different, but you're like, wow, like I have realized like at mass, I'm able to enter in more or da, da, da. Like, I feel like there's a lot of unseen grace that the Lord chooses to pour out during Lent. 
mm-hmm. um, that is very minor, but that's, I mean, that's how you grow in spiritual life, you know, like it's little changes in, in things. And some people have a St. Paul moment of conversion. And some people have like this continual, like turning your heart to God, probably like, I would imagine what St. John was like. He just seems like a, a good, like humble soul where I feel like I'm more of a St. Peter where I just need to be hit a few times and then off to the races but anyway <laughs> off to the races yeah oh what was I gonna say oh I think like it's also a, a uh, like you were saying like self-revelation like the grace of being able to see where you're weak or things that you need to grow in that aren't necessarily couldn't that might not necessarily be categorized as like spiritual but more like character growth and like God wants us to be whole healthy beings like body mind and spirit and part of that is like can be revealing to us like okay you have this thing that you need to work on that isn't explicitly spiritual but helps us become like more fully who he created us to be Yeah. And I think too, it helps you grow in the life of virtue. So like, I feel like there are a lot of people who over-spiritualize things and that's not what I'm trying to do, but recognizing that like, if you get, if you are a person that gets hangry a lot, like maybe you kind of need to look at that and say like, how can I eat better or buy some snacks or whatever so that I'm not getting hangry because being rude to people and impatient, like those things are sinful, like, and can lead down like sinful paths. And if you're like, oh, I'm recognizing, like I can grow in this way. Like eating snacks is not like prayerful necessarily. I mean, you can pray and eat a snack, but it's yeah. not like directly linked to the spiritual life, but these things like working on different character flaws that you might find within yourself or just habits that you don't like biting your nails. I don't know. I guess that is one that is purely not spiritual, but, um, can help you grow in virtue and become like a holier person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because even like with biting your nails, you're having to implement like self-discipline mm. um, and implement strategies to change your behavior over the long term, which it's just a good muscle for us to stretch is that is self-discipline and is like denying ourselves something that we want or is like a comfort to us and having to rely on rely on God or other people for help yeah how do you feel like your Lent was um well (laughs) same as you I was like well kind of fell off the bandwagon or it just didn't turn out the way that I expected it to, or I, I didn't, um, I didn't act, I guess, the way that I expected to. And, um, my plan was for me to pray every day, like for like 30 minutes in a specific space at a specific time doing my prayer and then for Arvin and I to pray with scripture together every evening is what we were going to do together and then fasting from social media and 
I did really well with the fasting from social media. And that has been super fruitful for me because I feel like I have, I've had more time and mental energy to work on other things that are way more fruitful for me. Like I read a book during Lent, which is really good for me because I'm a very slow reader. And I've started like, I started another book and like getting into like, okay, what kind of things am I interested? What do I want to learn more about instead of just, instead of like just spending time scrolling in my downtime. So that has been really good. Um, I think through that and through counseling over Lent, like God has really kind of revealed to me my fear of loneliness and my like fear of being out of control. Um, and part, and they're kind of like linked together is this like constant, like busyness of my mind, which is like kind of went into the social media thing that I would just kind of like numb with that was kind of this trying to preserve against like being lonely in a new city with a new schedule um, and I even, I did that before I was married too, like trying to just keep myself totally busy. So I didn't have an opportunity to feel lonely. Um, but kind of an invitation to just like rest and to just be without having to constantly like be doing something and know like, okay, it is going to be, it is going to be okay. And kind of, op- and had been given the opportunity to share particularly with like with my women's group here that like oh yeah like being lonely is something that still happens even when you're married and that's something I didn't expect um so it was it was a grace I think to be able to talk about that and realize like oh I'm not the only one who feels this way or is worried about this so I think that was a that was like a major grace and I want to continue like being off social media at as, on the whole because um, I'm just like in a way a way better space so that one was I think really successful and the, the big self-revelation mm-hmm. is this like need to control that I have and how to and like learning how to let it go or identify when I'm being controlling um, and it, ultimately like the root is like not trusting and that's what and that's like what needs to be rooted out. Uh, yeah. So still working on that. Uh, it's like a lifelong thing. Every like year, two years, I feel like it's brought back again. And get to like peel another onion away as towards my control problems. But anyway, God, God is merciful. Um, me for personal prayer. It ended up being where like I started doing a holy hour on Tuesdays during Lent, which was, which has been a fruitful thing and that I'm praying in some way, shape or form every day, even though it's not like a designated time. I'll pray when I'm walking, pray the rosary, the divine mercy chaplet or read scripture in the morning or in the evening, but it hasn't been as like regimented as I wanted it to be. And I think in some I want to get back to like a more of that habit, but I also think I needed to learn again to let control of that go, like see how the day unfolds 
and, you know, take my prayer time when, like when I'm able to, when makes the most sense instead of trying to like, oh, I have to do it right now, bah, is what, and which was what it kind of turned into. And then um, Arvin and I have still prayed together every day. It's just looked different. And I've found that for us, I like our favorite way to prayer that I think has been the most fruitful is just like before we go to bed, just like offering a prayer from the heart and like offering up intentions. Um, like I offer my intentions and he offers his intentions. And I think it served like two purposes, like us coming together as a couple, like before God and sharing our petitions. But I also think it's a time where I get to like hear kind of like what's on his heart and mind. Like what are the things that he's like stressed about or worried about or wants intercession from God for. Um, and like the same for him to see like what is on my heart and mind. And so that has been, that's been really good. Like just a little, it's like a way to, it's been a good way to connect not only like with God, but like with each other. And then we always like close with a Hail Mary and the St. Michael prayer before going to bed. And so that's been, yeah, really, really fruitful. So yeah, God is good and I am weak and just grateful for, yeah, grateful for this Lent. And I think it's helped me to, uh, come away with some things that I can bring into the rest of my life moving forward, um, like more sustainable, I guess, than just like purely like Lent. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it's easy to like get caught up in, like you were saying, talking about social media and like, Oh, I got off social media and it was really good for me. And I think it's really easy to like binge at Easter because Easter is like this great solemnity in the church. Like we're celebrating like the fulfillment of the covenant. Like not only did Christ die for us, he rose again, which is like the pinnacle theologically um, of like the Paschal mystery and salvation and stuff like that. So I feel like sometimes because you've kind of gone without for 40 days, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm back on social media and I can't wait to post all my Easter partying on my Instagram stories or like whatever, you know, you kind of go into this, like you're tempted at least to go into this excess, which yeah. celebratory and like using those things aren't bad. And it's not bad to like, you know, enjoy sweets like for Easter octave yeah, week, go for it. you know, like but recognizing, I think that's something I'm trying to kind of remind myself is that like gluttony can still be a sin, even if it's like solemnity within, you know, like Easter celebration. So, because I think for me, I'm like, I can't wait to go overboard. Like I'm going to make these cinnamon rolls. We're going to eat them all week and we're going to have seven meals on Easter and I can't wait to just eat food all day. And it's like, yes, like that's a big celebratory part of it, but that shouldn't be the, the only thing you do. Like I had to cook all day on Easter because all I wanted to do was eat. It's like, no, we should like make good meals. And I'm trying to think now, cause Dave and I are both kind of taking off Friday and Saturday, but like, what am I going to do all day? So I'm thinking, okay, what if I prep a lot of things for Easter, like in that time mm -hmm. and kind of make the rule of like, I can't eat this, like, which is going to be so difficult for me, but a good, like, like suffering and penance that I can offer in those days. But then Easter yeah. is much more celebratory because I'm not like making brownies and 
you know, casserole and whatever, hot dish, excuse me. So <laughs> I made a casserole the other day and I thought I was like hot dish. I thought hot dish. Um, yeah. So, so I guess my point was not Easter food, which I could go on a tangent about forever, but um, yeah, like taking these principles of like recognizing even though Lent is over and I don't have the same type of obligation, so to speak, of like not going on social media, recognizing that I put in place these habits because I thought they were for my betterment. And that doesn't mean that I need to kind of revert after because yeah. you've already done all this work. And maybe for you, it looks like on the weekends you do social media and you don't do it during the week or you know, like I try not to get on social media or my computer at all on Sundays, because I know that there are so many better things I could do, even though I want to just watch TV all day. Like I'd rather look back on Sunday and say, wow, I like read a book and whatever and save TV for when I'm really tired during the week or something like that, you know? So implementing something that's not quite as rigid, Mm -hmm. but something where you're like, wow, I'm still getting all these benefits that I reaped during Lent and a way to like keep a small penance in your life, like moving forward. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And like the, the point of Lent is like, is like self-transfer. Well, part of the point of it, it's not the whole point, but it's like becoming better, like self-transformation. It's a point in time for us to, yes, give things up, but not just for like no reason. Like the sacrifice is good for us and it should flow into the rest of our should flow into the rest of our lives we should constantly be getting better so I think we're doing ourselves a disservice to just be like it's over I'm never gonna have to do these things again but bringing them into the rest of our life so yeah I think that's great way to go God way to go you really showed up do you have any crazy easter feast plans we can wrap up with oh yeah good idea um our so we're far away from family and so we're gonna have some of our family friends from cincinnati them and their two kids are gonna come because their family is also far away they're gonna come here and we're going to uh they're gonna come for the weekend and we're gonna party with them so i think we'll probably like their kids have a very hard time in mass. So I think we may, um, like Arvin and I will go to Easter vigil. They're go- they'll go to Easter morning and take turns watching the kids. Um, and we're going to like go to the park and we're going to eat good food. Um, we're, uh, Jess and I are going to talk tonight about like what we want to do for meal plan and working together. Mm-hmm. But just excited to have another family to celebrate with when we can't be with our own family. Um, I'm going to make cinnamon rolls. I think we're gonna, we haven't decided what we're going to have for Easter dinner. We always, my family always does like the traditional like ham, mashed potato, whatever. I don't know if we'll end up doing that. Um, but I'm excited to get to like just kind of come into communion with them and their kids are our godchildren so we're excited to like get to spend it with like kind of our spiritual family um that we can't be with our physical family so Mm -hmm. that's our plan we're going to do easter egg hunt 
for Simeon, my little godson. I'm super pumped. I've been like prepping all week. I'm like excited to also get to share it with, with kids because I think kids bring an extra joy to, to these kinds of like feasts and uh, like special times because they see them through a whole different like lens. Kids mm-hmm. I think are good at, at celebrating and seeing the, the little joys of the moment. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's what our plan is. Cool. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, we, so everything's kind of up in the air uh, right now, but I think, I know we're at least going to have like some sort of Easter dinner. I don't know. The thing that's up in the air is who is going to be at our Easter dinner. I'm pretty sure Anna and Joshua are going to come. Um, and nice. I know we're doing our ham. I have a big ham in my freezer. Um, nice. So I w- wanted to do lamb, but I'm like, you know what? That's okay. Like I have this huge ham and I need people to eat it. So um, we're going to have this ham and it's pretty good. We've had, that's actually our second ham. We had two hams from this three fourths hog we bought anyway so um we're gonna have that and then i think i'm gonna make green bean casserole because i love green bean casserole Mm. um and have a good recipe for that so i think i'm gonna make that and i don't know i need to get with anna and figure out like what do you want to make um but i'm hoping maybe we'll do like a charcuterie appetizer anyway so really kind of like out and having like a nice meal but then Mm -hmm. i'm really turned for breakfast because i love donuts and I just don't get them that often I really try to be like a low carb sugar-free but it's Easter and so I'm gonna get like half a dozen donuts for us um like I just wrote it down on my calendar to go on Saturday morning so that they're pretty fresh because I'm not gonna get up on Sunday and go get them yeah um and have donuts and then I think I'm actually gonna do like breakfast sandwiches so I think because I'm going to the bakery to get the donuts um and I'm hoping that they'll have like croissants or something Mm. um and get a couple croissants and do like breakfast sandwich um it's a good idea sandwiches are super good but they're also they're not it's not like I'm gonna be killing myself slaving away at some like fancy brunch before mass it's gonna be like let's eggs bacon cheese okay great put it on this and it's gonna be delicious yeah Maybe I'll make a hollandaise sauce or something to make it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and then I I'm debating making cinnamon rolls. I guess it will kind of depend on how many things I have to prep and if I have time on Friday or Saturday. But mm. making cinnamon rolls and doing that like during the week as kind of like my little like extra treat, like oh this week is special or whatever. But we yeah. leave on Friday to go on a trip, so whatever we make, we have to finish by Friday. So, um, so yeah. That sounds awesome. Sounds delish. Mm. I'm glad you get to see Anna and Joshua too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that will be really fun. Oh, and I have to get Charlotte some like Easter basket things. I wasn't going to do one and I just last minute decided to do one. Mostly because I wanted to get her bubbles and chalk. So I'll just. Yeah. Go for it. Just stick them in there. She'll be happy with whatever. That's true. Oh. But it's, I think it's good, yeah, good for kids to have that, like, celebratory and to know, like, oh, this is why you're getting an Easter basket. It's not just, like, gifts, but, like, right. Christ is risen. So here's some chalk and bubbles. Go celebrate, you know? Yeah, yeah. Eat some chocolate. Yeah. Oh, I already, I did order some chocolate in a church fundraiser, so it's been on top of my fridge. I kept it in the box so I wouldn't be tempted. Nice. Way to go. 
That's awesome. I'm just really excited for those Reese's Easter eggs. Those are my favorite. I need to add those to my shopping list. Which is yeah, sweet. I need. I'm glad I said that. I need to add those to my shopping list too. I've been avoiding buying them because I know I'll just eat them. So I need to get some and they're, put them in a drawer. And they're so good. They're so. I mean, even as a person who doesn't try well, try to not buy um, sugar that like candy and who doesn't really like the taste of really sugary things those take the cake and they're better than like the trees at christmas or the whatever other shapes yes. they have to be the egg they have to be the eggs i think there's like more peanut butter is what really does oh, it I bet they're that. thicker in the peanut butter area so anyways they're so good so my mouth is watering now so i gotta get some of those and I, I'm going to get sour skittles for Dave. I'll make him a little basket. Oh, sweet. Oh, anyway. Well, this has been a great chat about some random things in our Lent and Easter. And Yay. Have a great Easter. Looks like Joanne just, her computer died or something. She just left. So it's just me. Anyways, happy Easter, everybody. Christ is risen. Have a great, or he's not risen yet. Oh, she's back. Sorry. Thought you ditched me. I was just doing this closing about Christ being risen, but not risen yet. But we're preparing for him to rise. And then you interrupted me, but this is fine. I'm sorry. Welcome back, Joanne. Thanks. Wow. So great to be on the jam. So great to be on the jam. Happy almost Easter, everybody. Yeah. Celebrate how big. All right. Well, good. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys later. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Jam. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the underscore j dot a dot m to catch up with us through the week and see what we're up to. Also, if your favorite podcast app that you are listening on allows for reviews, please leave us a review. That helps us to be able to reach more people and share our funny stuff with them. Be sure to come back to your favorite podcast app every Wednesday at noon. That's when we post our new episodes, and we would love to have you listen in. Thanks, y'all.